It's time to level up. Level up. Level up. Level up. Level up. Mastering the inner game. Meditate, elevate, celebrate. Mindset, level up. Make sure you hit that like, share, and subscribe button so you never miss out on any of our great mindset content. Hey guys, I hope you're having another beautiful day and making the most of the gift that we have, which is the present. So today we're gonna dive into a great topic, which is all about how to overcome fear by changing your mindset. And we're gonna give you 11 great tips to make this happen. Now, for anyone who's tuning in for the first time, my name is Julian Service. I am the head coach at Mindset, and I am an X Division One baseball player and a semi-pro athlete. So I want to share as much as I can from my experiences to help anyone out there who's going through these trial and tribulations that from my experiences, I can help you level up to the next level and make the most of your talents and your potential. So let's dive right in. Danger is real, but fear is an illusion. In life, we are raised and conditioned individually different because everyone's experience will be unique no matter how similar it may seem. We have two fears when we were born, the fear of falling and the fear of loud noises. Everything else after that is learned or conditioned into us by our parents, teachers, you know, those close friends and, and family, and then TV, social media, and whatever's happening in society. Those influences affect our subconscious mind much more than we actually realize. And this slowly will develop fears and insecurities that we never had before. This could be including fear of heights, confined spaces, failure, status, beauty, confidence, and the list goes on. Because our mind believes it is deemed that those are helpful for our safety or for keeping us in our cocoon, our bubble, and in that safe zone. However, much of these fears and insecurities are projected onto the kids, teens, and young adults whom otherwise would never have those fears. Fear may help you stay safe but it also limits your potential for experiences and growth. Fear, as stated from before, is an illusion. It is only there to help keep us safe, but if we understand how to train our mindset to overcome fear, we will perform to our highest potential. Fear can paralyze us if we allow it to control us. It is just as powerful as confidence, yet in the opposite effect. But when we have complete confidence in ourselves, we can accomplish amazing feats with perfect precision that most people otherwise would say is impossible or crazy. Again, when people are generally conditioned to have more fear than confidence, it is no surprise that majority of people will not reach their potentials because they actually believe successful living is achieved without taking risks. That is impossible. <laughs> not to say anything is not impossible, but you have to take risks to grow. But nothing could be further from that truth. If we don't take those calculated risks, we will not be able to grow. Risk creates growth and necessary lessons in life so we can improve and be better for tomorrow. Of course, not every attempt we are going to succeed right away, but we will be able to learn and make adjustments that will create better results in the future efforts. The key word is calculated. We definitely need to be thoughtful of how far we want to put ourselves into danger for a thrill or experience, 
but that is subjective to each individual. Some have better talents or experience to perform dangerous activities with poise and confidence. And of course, that is a must if attempting dangerous acts or skilled tasks. So make sure you really understand, is this the level that I want to be putting myself or do I have more room to push it? Use that calculated mindset to see if this is going to help you grow and really something that still keeps you most likely going to be able to come out successful or safe or at least not hurt that bad. But you need to take those calculated risks to help expand yourself. That can go into other things like financially. You take a calculated risk on the stock market or cryptocurrency based on how much you're going to throw in there. You could come out with 10 times your money 100 times or you could be down 10 to 100 times. So you have to be smart and take calculated risks in almost everything in life in order to grow or make anything fruition from that point. Majority of the people who I've seen do amazing feats worked their way up the ladder of progressions, failures, setbacks, and years of passion into that process. So jumping into certain things definitely should have a risk-reward aspect calculated to see if this is worth trying or at least the right level for me. Personally, I love snowboarding, and I believe I'm a great athlete, and I'm at least a decent boarder, but that doesn't mean I will try to do backflips and crazy tricks that I'd love to be able to do, and I might get lucky landing some here and there, but realistically, I'm going to hurt myself. So the athletes that can do these feats have boarded since they were kids and went through the progressions that gave them muscle memory, body awareness, and confidence. That is the key word, confidence. Not saying there isn't going to be that odd one out that skips levels and is just very unique, but it takes a lot of failure and reps that many don't see in order to be that good. Now, this is just an example to explain the risk-reward scale that comes into effect when making decisions regarding if something is safe or too dangerous to attempt. We all have our own scale for different things in life, but the key thing should be maximizing the opportunities that are within our safe limit. Plus, the more you push that boundary of your limits, the higher the bar raises for how far you can push it within a safer boundary because now it is within that limit. This is why something right now might be too scary or dangerous, but as you progress through experiences and progressions, you develop the skills and confidence needed to function at a higher risk level with more likeliness to succeed. A prime example in my athletic life of fear is dealing with the fear of being hit by a baseball. When we are young, we go through this growing pain of being hit by the ball. Now, of course, when we're younger, the pitchers are less accurate and it's inevitable that you will get hit it is a part of the game. This either is going to toughen us up and we're going to learn to move on and learn to be better from it, or we're going to constantly have that fear and worry about that ball hitting us in the back of our mind. And this will cause obviously less opportunity for hitting the ball with our best effort, our best swing, because the fear is in the mind. And I'll tell you right now, no major league baseball player can be afraid of the ball. Not saying they're not getting nervous to play, but they are not having a fear of the ball or else you couldn't be there. You couldn't put your best swing on 90 plus miles an hour and have a fear of it. It just won't happen. Your body won't function right and you're not going to get the results that get you to that level. So the biggest thing is hitters understand the risk that they're taking, right? You know the pain that comes with being hit by the ball. This doesn't you know, necessarily mean 
that it's always going to happen, but they understand the risk. This goes back to that risk reward scale though. And if you want to get that glory of executing and hitting the ball, you have to have the confidence to deal with the risk of being hit. No one has died yet in baseball, but that doesn't mean it can't happen. The game is very dangerous. However, skill, experience, and practice is what keeps athletes safer in these dangerous environments. In my experiences, I have been hit in the head multiple times with 90 plus mile per hours, and I'm thankful for the helmets we have these days. And it definitely took a few at-bats, if not a whole year one time, to really get myself back into the box with complete confidence and not even have a sliver of a thought about the ball hitting me. It took actually a long time to get to that point, and it even took me having one of my own pitchers in early work and in practice throw tennis balls inside on me and sometimes hit me just to let me see, hey, I know how to protect myself. I know how to take a pitch. I know how to deal with this. Just naturally, you can go in there, have the confidence to hit the ball, and whatever's going to happen, you're naturally going to protect yourself. So I had to relearn this after being hit in the head uh, in summer baseball when it really caught me off guard. So and then my body was always having that fear that it was going to happen again and again, and it made me obviously not play the best because I'm not fully focused on executing the job, which is you know getting the hit at the time, getting on base, or whatever that may be. So each sport can teach us valuable life lessons in so many aspects, and that will help us to succeed in challenging or dealing with fearful situations. And this helps us grow and overcome our comfort zone. This is all needed for the real growth. However, if we stay paralyzed by fear or the ball in life, as we call it, we will never get the results we truly could achieve. And this hinders our potential for success and satisfaction. We need to overcome life's fears by slowly expanding our boundaries in different avenues, whether goals, dreams, careers, relationships, they all will have limiting factors that will contribute to fear of failure and keep us in our comfort zone. No great person stayed in their comfort zone and that's how they became who they are. So you even know who they are. <laughs> so this is what makes everyone that's great become who they are and they had to get out of that comfort zone. So what makes you any different? Nothing. It's just a matter of time, effort, and putting yourself in those situations and just giving it a try. So we overcome fear by putting ourselves into those challenging situations and pushing through the adversity of either failure or pain. Those setbacks allow us to make adjustments and continuously become more confident in our abilities. With this process, we grow and eventually reach the levels we always dreamed of or knew we could achieve. It takes time, effort, discipline, resilience, and more to reach our highest potential and best life. But if we are persistent and trusting in the process while focusing on maximizing the present moment, then we can achieve anything we desire. Manifestations happen by thinking, believing, then doing. So there needs that action. With strong convictions, danger becomes inevitable, and we lose the fear because we have more trust in ourselves. But a better mindset to be in the moment and execute what's needed will help you stay safe and enjoy the experience that we are all striving for is that success. And it's very crucial to have that success. So here are 11 tips to overcome fear. And fear is at the end of the day, 
just an acronym for false evidence appearing real. So again, it's an illusion. Danger is real, but fear is an illusion. Fear is there to help us remind ourselves, I should say, that there is danger present. But that doesn't mean we need to allow the danger to make us not handle the situation with what we can. And this is how people do amazing things. Rock climbing, you know, as I said, snowboarding, a lot of the adrenaline sports, skydiving, all these things come with fear. But after it, it is amazing the strength, the confidence that people have. So let's dive right into these tips. Number one is take a break. It's very hard to think straight or perform when anxiety is flooding the brain, right? Take 15 minutes or more to just walk around, clear your mind by relaxing for a bit until you've settled down and can attempt whatever you're fearing. It just needs to be in a better mindset. You need to be more relaxed when you're going in. And if you're really flooded with all that anxiety, it's going to be very difficult. So just take a break, maybe meditate, and then go tackle it. Number two, learn to breathe. If you start to get a faster heartbeat or sweating palms, the best thing you can do is actually not fight it. Stay where you are and simply feel the panic without trying to distract yourself. Place the palm of your hand on your stomach and breathe slowly and deeply. Feel that full diaphragmic breathing and try to have that nasal breathing in through your nose, out through your mouth. The goal is to help the mind get used to coping with panic. This takes the fear of fear away. And we have some great breathing techniques that can help with anxiety, stress, diving into meditation better and more on our link. So check out our site and make sure you're getting into meditation breathing techniques and those tips to reach deeper levels of tranquility. Number three, imagine the worst. So try imagining the worst thing that could happen. Perhaps it's panicking and having a heart attack. Then actually try to think yourself into having a heart attack. It's just not possible. The fear will start to run away the more you chase it. So find ways to show yourself it's not as bad as you think it is. Number four, look at the facts. It sometimes helps to challenge fearful thoughts. For example, if you're scared of going near the edge of a cliff and slipping and falling off, ask yourself, have you ever heard of this happening to someone? Well, yeah, potentially if you literally went over the cliff, but ask yourself, if you were talking to a friend who had a similar fear, how would you handle the situation? Use reality to help calm things down and remind yourself that as long as you're willing to stay in a safe zone from the edge, there's no possible way you can fall over. If you put yourself right on the cliff, then technically, yes, you are having that opportunity, but it is at your will to command yourself, am I going over the cliff or not? You should be able to stand there and just take in the view and realize that you're going nowhere unless something pushes you or a freak accident happens, which again would be very rare. Number five, don't try to be perfect. Life is full of stresses, right? Many of us feel that our lives have to be perfect, but negative days and setbacks will happen. And it's important to remember that life's messy. So strive to be your best and know sometimes we just fall short. So learn, adapt, and move forward and try again. Number six is visualize a happy place. 
Take a moment to close your eyes and imagine a place of safety and peace. It could be a picture of you walking on a beautiful beach, snuggled up in bed with your favorite pet next to you, and maybe a happy memory from your childhood. Let the positive feelings soothe you until you feel more relaxed. And this again will help calm you down and give you a better headspace to tackle your fear. Number seven, talk about it. Sharing fears takes away a lot of their scariness and power. Find those people who you trust and know will support you to help you overcome this fear. Keeping it hidden will only let more fear grow. So bring it to the surface and tackle it. And definitely, if it's getting to the point where it's very severe, there are lines out there to help you right away. But always be willing to open up to those close to you that have your best interest in their mind and they're willing to help get you through that fear and maybe just give you a little motivation, hold your hand through it or anything you need and just be a listening ear to let you get over this fear. Number eight, go back to the basics. So a lot of people obviously turn to alcohol, drugs and other things to self-treat anxiety but this will only make matters worse because it's just masking the real issue. Simply, every day, things like a good night's sleep, a wholesome meal, and maybe just a nice walk in the evening are the best cures for anxiety. Getting out into nature, taking in some fresh air, some good sunlight, all these things can help you get back on track, and it's easy because it's just the basics. If you master the basics, you become a pro. That's all you have to do. Number nine, reward yourself. Give yourself a treat. Once you got through that fear, you got to reward yourself with something you really enjoy. This helps your mind make that connection between risk and reward. And eventually, you can use this to help motivate yourself to get through different fears and grow and expand your experiences. Once you realize there's that treat at the end of the tunnel, then you, you may be inclined to just take that leap of faith and get through that fear. Number 10, reflect on past achievements. Remember, any past experiences that were scary before you really tried it? Exactly. So use those growths and achievements to remember that it's probably not as bad as it seems. And once you really try, you will realize this too. And number 11 is face your fear. At the end of the day, you got to face it. Avoiding fears only makes them scarier. Whatever your fear is, if you face it, you should start to see it fade. If you panic one day about getting into an elevator, for example, it's best to get back on an elevator the next day to show your mind it's safe. The more positive experiences you have around that fear, the less the fear can creep into the picture and overtake your body. This is very important and it's the way that we get to where we want to be. You got to jump in and you got to be able to take that leap of faith and face your fear. So no matter what comes our way, fear is always going to be there because it's a part of life. It helps keep us alive at times and it's natural. It's only meant for our safety. But it just means we need to know how to harness this energy and use it to our advantage. That untapped adrenaline can be used to achieve amazing feats that otherwise would go wasted if the fear overtakes the confidence. Majority of people who are professionals or masters of something still get nervous before games, shows, performances, and etc. Because it's human nature. 
We want the best outcome at all times. But once we learn to stay in the moment, have fun, and resort back to our training, let that muscle memory kick in, the butterflies go away. And that nervous energy gets harnessed into confidence. So find what makes you face your fears and level up to the best life you can achieve. Use these 11 tips to maximize your athletics, business, schooling, or whatever comes your way. And just be willing to try. Open up to new adventures that could change your life forever for the better. Stay strong, stay healthy, stay consistent, and keep developing yourself. Level up. Level up.